0: And welcome back to the Murty Creative Co. podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murty. And today we're talking about made in USA, question mark? There's a lot of people out there claiming that. What does that actually mean? And how can you make sure that uh, your products are compliant? Well, first off, I want to say thank you to everyone who's liked and subscribed to us on our various platforms. If you haven't already, go check us out on Instagram at MurdyCreative.co or on Facebook. You can also go on the website and search MurdyCreative.co, and you'll be able to get to our website with all of our products and all of the things about our products. Uh, Feel free to read all of the information there. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us on our website or via our Instagram as well. Today we're talking about Made in USA. That's a very interesting claim, and there's a lot out there that's very specific about that. First off, for it to be Made in USA, the Federal Trade Commission is what the governing body of that is, and what they claim is based off of the standard that was set in December 1997, and I'm reading off their website right now, that it would retain the all or virtually all standard. So what that really means is that all or virtually all of the components and labor have to be done in the United States, crafted in the United States, to be qualified as, quote, made in USA. Now, I will say that that claim is not something that is issued to the companies so the companies don't have to do something where they like apply and then because they uh, the, someone reviews it from the government and reads it over and then says yep s- you know they stamp that approval you can you can claim that you're made in USA it's not like that in fact it's the opposite of that you claim that it's made in USA and then if someone complains to the Federal uh, Trade Commission about you then they come in and say you have to prove it so, I honestly believe that there's a lot of products that I've seen that are claiming to be made in USA that I would argue probably are not actually legally able to make that claim. Uh, my background, to give you a little background about me personally, I graduated from the University of Concordia, University of Wisconsin, let me clarify, with a bachelor's degree in marketing and then a master's degree in international business, as well as one in global sales and marketing, and then a third in management. And if, over the last year, I've been working for National Business Furniture in their global sourcing department and helping real really work on the trade compliance and all these other things. So I actually have a little bit of expertise in this, and it's a very hot topic right now in light of the you know discussions that are happening. Right now, with tariffs and uh, the kind of the, the big "Made in America" movement and a lot of those other things, so I think that if you are either a consumer who's interested in knowing more about where your products are coming from and you read those labels and it's important to you that that "Made in America" claim is legitimate, feel free to you know call the company out about that. Ask them. Ask them where. Can, if they could provide, you know, the proof to ta- talk about where their their products are made. Some some companies you can see on their package says things like assembled in America. That's what we're doing right now. Um, and that's where, that is a, a very important claim as well. And then there's also ones that are qualified claims, which says assembled in America from parts imported from X, Y, and Z. There's, there's a lot of different kind of variations on the made in USA claim to comply with the Federal Trade Commission's um, standards. So I'm going to be really super honest about the made in America claim for our company. We previously have claimed made in USA, and when we first started the company, that was actually true. So in the beginning, we had one product, the espresso, and that espresso color, what is tanned at the when we first started the company, it was tanned in um, Minnesota, and now what we have we switched suppliers and we have that same color tanned in Missouri. So that does come from a domestic source. And in the beginning, the aluminum posts that we were using back then were also made in America. That was the made in USA claim back then. Now, when we switched to the stainless steel posts, there wasn't a very clear uh, source from that. And I I have now gone back to them and said, you know what, we need clarification on, is this imported or is this created, you know, is this made in America? Because we're buying it from an American company, and they didn't specifically say. Well, now we know that that actually does come from our Chinese partners overseas. So... For those of you who are looking for a truly made in America, fully made in America product, we're happy to work on accommodating that. For that that's a lot of very important to a lot of people. We're happy to accommodate that. We aren't able to use our current stainless steel posts, and we are actively seeking right now a company that can help provide us with those stainless steel posts. That are that are manufactured in America, we're having a little difficulty because surprisingly, not a lot of manufacturers in the United States make things like that. Just partially because the uh, the, the international community for manufacturing of those parts is so very common. So that's an issue for us, and we're happy to accommodate that. Our leather, the uh, espresso, and the warm ash are both tanned in Missouri, like that, like I previously stated. Um, the The shale and the, I don't want to get this wrong, the shale and the Merlot come from uh, tanneries in Mexico. And I believe the Titan Black comes from a Canadian tannery. But these are all things that we're working on clarifying as well. But I do know for sure that the espresso and the warm ash come from our Missouri tanneries. So if you have a specific uh, designation that you're interested in where you really want it to be that full, honest, made in America with all of the manufacturing done exclusively, virtually all done in America. We're happy to make that happen. We're happy to work through that. So feel free to reach out to us if you have specific things. Moving on, and more importantly, about all of this, we're going to be posting a photo today, probably about the same time, with our new kind of branding stamp that we're going to be putting, hopefully, on all our products in the future. Here, the branding stamp says "Assembled in United in USA from imported and domestic parts." That's our new goal for us. The most important aspect of this is transparency. I think so many companies want to hide where they get their their products from, and I think there is a bit of a stigma out there about you know products that are have foreign components in them. I understand the, the desire for, for us to kind of say that we want to take pride in our nationally created things, and I'm absolutely right there. I, you know, I'm the first to say that it's, I'm proud to be an American. But I will say that there has been a shift in this country over the last century where manufacturing and the rise of the Industrial Revolution was, was mostly done in our country, and I think World War II was a big, uh, big boost in, in manufacturing domestically. Because we were kind of the leaders in that industrial movement. I think what ended up happening is is as global trade became more prevalent because of the rise of the container ship and because of the rise of the standard cargo container, which were amazing, amazing innovations. What that allowed us to do is it allowed us to shift certain aspects of manufacturing closer to the sources in which some of those materials were mined. For example, there's a lot of steel manufacturing in China and Canada, in part because there's a lot of the iron ore mines that are required to create the material. And shipping materials, particularly things like iron ore, where it's incredibly heavy, and there's not a lot of iron that makes the steel in the ore itself. So you're essentially, if you were to say we're going to we're going to mine that iron ore out of the hills in Cal, you know, in, in Canada, but we're going to ship that down to California to become smelted into the the steel that it will eventually become. You're essentially shipping a lot of wasted weight, and that's ex- incredibly expensive. So an important aspect of manufacturing, for us particularly, in our little company, we still, we pay a lot of shipping. We actually have in our accounting books a specific line or a specific designation for things where it's shipping to the headquarters for manufacturing and shipping out, just for us to be able to keep track of that. And I, I was amazed. I've been amazed at how much of the cost of our, of our goods comes from the fact that it's not It's not a local group. And we've been looking at that. We've looked at uh, our tannery in Milwaukee. We've looked at having it cut in Muskego, Wisconsin. And these are all things we're working on evaluating uh, just for our sake to have it it be all manufactured, all made in America. And and these are transitions we may make in the future. But these are all cost things. And for me as well, I want to be able to make sure that I can provide you, the consumer, with the best product, at the best price. And so for us, a lot of that, how that's manifested is we look very, very, very specifically and very diligently at the quality control in place. So even though it may not be necessarily tanned in the United States, our leather that it comes from our uh, Canada and Mexico sources, we hold them to the same standards of quality that we hold all of our American tanneries to. It's got to be the absolute best. And they've been very good about being able to source that and supply that. And we're working to make sure that that always is the case. Same thing with our steel posts, we're constantly working on improving this, but for us, the most important honest is part is honesty and transparency with you guys, and being able to make sure that our community knows. So, if you'd like something Made in America that specifically has that Made in America designation, that's not just assembled in America, but comes from American parts please reach out to us. We're happy to make that happen. We're happy to work with you on, on getting uh, a special, you know, that, that will require a, le- a certain price point, a special price because of the the premium on making that happen, of course, but we're happy to work on ac- accommodating if that's important to you. A little bit of our, uh, our I'm going to try to keep doing the uh, hashtag a day in the life uh, segment here. So today, one of the things I, I did that was kind of on my plate is working on bringing our pocket cut and our wide cut in our three primary original colors to Amazon, so that's a whole nightmare because there's a lot of things that you have to be able to do to get All of that sorted out and for us uh, one of the things that I'm hoping to be able to do is Have it all be one product page I want there to be one product page where you select your cut and then select your color and if we can pull that off, I think that'll help us keep things simple for you guys and be able to have it be really nice and easy from a, from a, on our end of things with advertising, being able to kind of all point in that one area rather than having multiple things in multiple places. But uh, that requires a lot of uh, making Amazon's database so stuff all work together and having the proper designations and all of those other things. So we're navigating our way through that. And then once we get that sorted out, we'll be able to send them inventory and hopefully we'll be able to have it for you guys available to sell in a couple of weeks here. That's our plan. We're going to start with probably the primary three colors and then expand to the other two colors on Amazon. Additionally, as those sell, those are probably those premium colors are probably going to stay on our website exclusively for a little while longer. Sorry about that for you Amazon fans out there. um, I will let you know that our current manufacturing lead time, our current production lead time is about one to two business days, um, sometimes even a little faster than that. If you get it into us before three o'clock Central Standard Time, we're able to ship out same day most of the time so feel free to reach out to us if you've got time crunches or if there's certain reasons why you uh you're hoping to be able to get it quickly and fast and quickly because of that time time crunch so we're happy to work on accommodating that anyway thanks so much please feel free to to like and subscribe us on our various platforms at MurdyCreative.co. go check us out on our website MurdyCreative.co. feel free to google us if you have any questions at all um, thanks for tuning in today. Tune in tomorrow for our new ek- episode and, uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye.